Thank you so much, Shirley, for being here with us this morning. You know, throughout history, uh, God's people have memorized Scripture. They worked hard to, to stick it deep into their mind and let it sink deep into their souls. And, and those memorized Scriptures have, have shaped their lives in good times and in bad. They always had God's Word sunk deeply into them. Now, I'll make a, I'll make a confession here this morning. I'm not much of a memorizer. Okay, you might have assumed that since I'm a pastor, I'm consistently memorizing scripture. Well, that's just not true. Okay, I, I, I'm not very good at, at memorizing and sticking scripture in my mind. It hasn't been a top priority of mine. So the challenge that I'm giving all of us here for the whole summer is really a challenge for myself as well. You see, this summer we're going to be studying the Psalms together. And each week we're going to look at one Psalm that speaks directly and precisely and practically to how we live our daily lives. And each week at the end, I'm going, to give, I'm going to give us all one verse. One verse to memorize. I'm also going to give you one song. One song maybe to listen to throughout the week. In fact, both that verse and that song are on the front of your, your bulletin this morning. So every week you'll get this, and you'll also get it emailed to you on Monday morning. And my challenge to you is to, to work together, as maybe as families, adults, kids together, and memorize this one verse. Stick it in your mind. And at the end of the summer, we'll have 12 verses embedded in our minds and hopefully in our hearts. See, that's one of the original intentions of the Psalms, right? Of this book of songs. God, God put his truth to music. Because he knew that music would help us remember, would help us memorize. See, I would guess that, that all of us here memorize a lot more than we care to admit, or maybe than we even realize. Because most of our memorization happens to song. Remember when you were little and you learned the alphabet? How did you learn the alphabet? You probably learned it like I did, singing it, right? A, B, C, D. You heard a song, you remembered it. If any of you know the 50 states... You probably learned the 50 states song and you sang them and you remembered it. Anybody here remember Schoolhouse Rock? Back in the little, oh yeah, you're dating yourself. You saw Schoolhouse Rock. That's how, you know, I learned adjectives and pronouns, you know, conjunction, junction, what's your function, right? I learned my grammar through those songs that they taught. I learned my politics through I'm Just a Bill. Some of you could probably sing that song, right? From Schoolhouse Rock, I'm Just a Bill. I learned all about that. I find myself, I remember I riding in my car, hitting the, the radio station for classic rock. You know, it's been 20 to 30 years since I've heard some of those songs. I can sing right along with every word, right? Somehow those words got stuck in my mind, probably because there's music involved. It's a truth that advertisers know. That's why they put the, together these little jingles. The, the truth sticks in your mind. You'll never forget them, right? Let me test you. My guess is you're falling prey to their trick. I'm going to sing the first half. Can you, hear the, can you know the second half? Like a phrase like, like a good neighbor. Absolutely. Everybody knows that one, right? I don't want to grow up. I'm a... Perfect, right? How about this one? The best part of waking up. You probably know some of the kids are Folgers. What's that? But all of you know it. How about, how about the one that was the bane of my existence growing up? Oh, I wish I was in 
Oscar Meyer Wiener. When you have the last name Meyer, that doesn't flow real well <laughs> in life, okay? It sticks in our heads because it's music. It's put to tune. The book of Psalms is a book of songs. Some long songs with verses and choruses, some shorter, more jingles. And, and, and they're all intended to help us learn about God and then to remember what we learned. So, so take that order of worship home. Look at that verse. Stick that psalm into your mind. Pull up on your computer that song. In fact, the one for this week is one that we sang earlier, the new song we sang earlier. Listen to it all week long. Let it sink into your mind. Let, it, let that truth of God sink into your life. And we're going to find this summer that the book of Psalms really is a song track for your life and for my life. We're going to start this morning with, with Psalm 111. Psalm 111. Take out your Bibles. Turn with me to Psalm 111, page 595 in the Bibles in front of you. And we're going to find this morning that God's message to us through this psalm isn't overly complicated. Right? It's a message for our day-to-day -day attitudes and perspectives on life. It tells us that our attitude should be one of celebration, should be one of praise, we should be celebrating daily God's presence, God's power, God's goodness, God's blessings in our lives. Listen to that invitation, Psalm 111. Praise the Lord. I will extol the Lord with all my heart in the counsel of the upright and in the assembly. Great are the works of the Lord. They are pondered by all who delight in them. Glorious and majestic are his deeds, and his righteousness endures forever. He has caused his wonders to be remembered. The Lord is gracious and compassionate. He provides food for those who fear him. He remembers his covenant forever. He has shown his people the power of his works, giving them the lands of other nations. The works of his hands are faithful and just. All his precepts are trustworthy. They are steadfast forever and ever, done in faithfulness and uprightness. He provided redemption for his people. He ordained his covenant forever. Holy and awesome is his name. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. All who follow his precepts have good understanding. To him belongs eternal praise. To him belongs eternal praise. This, this psalm, this song is an invitation to us to live a life of praise. To celebrate day in and day out together as individuals and as a community of God. You know, this psalm isn't rocket science, okay? We can figure it out pretty easily. Verse 1 simply starts with the command, praise the Lord. You, you know the Hebrew, even if you didn't study Hebrew, you know the Hebrew word for that line. You sang it this morning. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Celebrate God. Celebrate all that he has done. It's the point of this service this morning. It should be the point of every day of our lives. Right? For a hundred years, I hope Joe every day has been experiencing the praise of God. Right? Later in the service, we're going to thank Ellen for 38 years. I hope for 38 years she has been serving here, working here at Ivan Church, praising God for his goodness. 
Right? Sue Lorton is now experiencing an eternity of praising God as she's whole and healed with him. Every single one of us are called by Psalm 111. Every day of our lives, whether you're given 100 years or less, to spend every day praising God. And yet, it's so easy, isn't it? To get caught up in the discouragements of life and to miss the reasons for praise. Our minds, our fallen minds, naturally swirl around the things that are going wrong instead of the things that are going right. right? And so, so we let one criticism negate ten compliments. We focus on, on what we've lost instead of what we've gained. We spend our days obsessing about all the things that we don't have instead of recognizing all the blessings God has already given us. We constantly compare ourselves to others who have it better off than us rather than celebrating the blessings that God has poured into our lives. We get so caught up in the discouragements of life that we forget our reasons to praise. So verse 2 gives us all a prescription. He commands us to do this. He says, ponder Ponder the great works of the Lord. Think about that for a moment. Ponder. We don't do a lot of pondering in our life, right? In the busyness and the rush and the time pressures of our days and our schedules, he's telling us we need to stop, take a moment, and ponder. Notice what God has done. Notice what God is doing. Stop long enough to see God at work. Simply noticing, taking that simple step, stopping life, pondering him, and noticing God is the beginning of praise. Because what will we notice if we stop long enough to see God? Well, first of all, in verse 3, we will notice God's glorious and majestic deeds, he says. God's glory is on display all around us every day. And you and I, rushing through our day, often hardly even notice it. Right? This morning, I was up early enough to hear the roar of the thunder and the, and the, and the flash of the lightning it made me jump. And that's God's glory on display. And God's glory is on display on the brilliant colors of the flowers all around us. God's glory is on display in the taste of the fresh fruit that we get to enjoy here in the summer. God's glory is on display in the vastness of the waters of Lake Michigan. God's glory is on display in the crown of the maple tree in your front yard in the intricacy of the spider web that you brushed off your car this morning. Evidence of God's glory is always in our view, and yet how often do we just rush past and not notice it, not see it? The psalmist says, pause long enough in your life. Pause and ponder and see it. See the glory of God and you'll realize your reason that you have to give praise. And secondly, he says in verse 4, if we pause to ponder, we will notice God's gracious and compassionate character. 
Right? You and I so often take for granted God's generosity in our lives. We forget how generous he has been, how gracious he has been to us. Every bite of food that you take should be a reminder to praise God for the nourishment that he gives us that not everybody has. Every drink of water should be a reminder to praise God for his gift of clean water. Every time you hear the rain hitting the roof of your house, you should be a reminder to praise God for the home that he's given you. Every text you receive, every email, every ring of the phone, every time the door slams shut, should be a reminder to praise God for the people that he has put in your life to talk to, to be with, to share life with. Every time you swipe your debit card at the store, every time you swipe it should be a reminder to give God praise for the financial security that he's given you. Evidence of God's grace and compassion are always in your view. They're always in my view. We just need to pause long enough to ponder it. Stop long enough to see it and notice it. Then we'll realize that we have reason to praise. So the psalmist really does just that in the rest of the psalm. What he does is he pauses and he ponders and he goes on to make a list of the reasons that he has to praise God. We just read them, right? Verse 5, he, he praises God for providing food and remembering his covenant promises forever. Verse 6, he praises God for giving, giving the, his people the lands of other nations, for using his power for their good. Verses 7 and 8, he pauses and praises God for proving himself to be faithful and just and trustworthy again and again, day after day. Verse 9, he praises God for redeeming his people, for giving them life, for buying them back, for giving them a purpose and a future. He makes a list. He pauses, notices, makes a list of things that he, he has pondered about God. So we're going to do that this morning. I, this past week, I paused at my desk and I pondered, knowing this was our celebration Sunday. As we look back o- over the last year of ministry here at Ivanrest Church, and I pondered all the reason that we have to give praise to God for what he's been doing. And so we praise God this morning for the opportunities that are provided to grow spiritually for all ages. We saw it on video for the young kids and through high schoolers, right? The opportunities they have had this year to grow in God. But it goes beyond that. The opportunities that we have as adults, the Bible studies, the book studies, the, the small groups gathering to learn. Praise God. For that blessing. I, I praise God and I celebrate the opportunities that we have to partner with ministries all around us. Right? That we get to host two different AA groups every week. That we get to partner with Family Promise to provide housing for the homeless. That we get to serve at Degage. That we get to empower ministries all throughout the world through our ministry shares. For the eight missionaries that we get to support directly. For the almost $100,000 that we give to ministries and invest in ministries all around us. Praise God for that blessing. I praise God and I celebrate for relationships that are being built right here in this community. For life groups that are, that are growing closer together and caring for each other. For people that are loving each other. Sometimes by, 
by putting a freezer meal in the freezer here at church. Sometimes by sending a note or a card of encouragement. Sometimes by, by fixing broken lawnmowers. Sometimes by helping to put a new roof on somebody's home. Sometimes by caring for other people's children or providing a ride to a doctor's appointment or mowing a lawn or constantly praying. I'm thankful for that blessing from God. I praise God and I celebrate people who are serving God and serving each other right here. I'm grateful for people using their gifts to lead in worship. I'm grateful for people leading Bible studies and book discussions. I'm thankful for people who are teaching and mentoring our children. I'm thankful for people who are, who are cleaning the kitchen, who are counting the offerings every week, who are maintaining the vehicles, who are spreading the bark every spring, who are, who are hosting the picnics, who are vacuuming when everybody else is gone, who are serving dinner to our alpha guests, and the list goes on and on. I praise God and I celebrate the generous giving and the wise spending here at Ivanrest Church that helps us to meet our ministry budget. That gives us the opportunity to give over $100,000 to Christian school tuition assistance to those who need it. I'm thankful and I praise God for godly leaders, elders, and deacons who serve and discern, who give hours of their time, who share their hearts and their love for God and for his people. We're going to give thanks for those retiring in just a moment as we welcome those who are just starting as well. I give thanks for the blessing of God, for a place to belong, for people here to belong with, for a chance to, to be a welcoming place to introduce people to God and his kingdom. I praise God for all of you who are helping to grow God's kingdom. And that's just 20 minutes of pondering. The list could go on and on. You can add your own items, what you celebrate. Are we a perfect church here at Ivanrest Church? Absolutely not. We're a broken community of God, just like every other church is. Do we have a lot to celebrate by God's grace? Absolutely yes. And so today we pause and we ponder. We see and we recognize what God has given us and what God is doing. And that will always lead to praise. So the psalmist ends with one final word of wisdom. A reminder to all of us as individuals and as a church community. To the leaders who are about to be installed as elders and deacons. Verse 10. The fear, meaning honor, right? The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. All who follow his precepts have good understanding. To him belongs eternal praise. Unbroken eternal praise. And that's the verse I encourage you to tuck away into your heart. It's a daily reminder to us to celebrate. To give God the eternal unbroken praise that belongs to him. Would you pray with me? God, we are here this morning to celebrate you. To celebrate your blessings, your goodness, your power, your glory, your majesty, your love, your graciousness, and your compassion. Remind us that every breath that we breathe is a gift from you. 
that this life is a treasure of yours. And may we celebrate life and may we give every moment back to you. Father, give us the discipline enough to slow down and ponder so that we don't rush through life and miss you and miss all the blessings you've given us and miss praising you. We praise you for life, life that's young and just beginning, life that is continuing to grow stronger and stronger, life that that is wise, life that has seen many, many years, life that is given by you. And we praise you and we thank you for that gift. We praise you for the opportunities you've given us to grow and to learn and to serve. God's, your kingdom growing possibilities. And so we thank you for Ivanrest Church. I thank you for all those who serve for all those who give themselves for your purposes, for your kingdom, and for your glory. I praise you for the relationships that we built so that we can celebrate life together and walk through the tough times of life together. And so we celebrate with Joe Potter and her family. And we celebrate with Chris Vanderslice that he's home again. And we continue to pray with Chris and his family and to walk that journey with him, praying for healing and strength. We continue to pray with Dorothy Weller and her family, praying for strength as she now anticipates beginning her, her chemotherapy process. And we give you thanks, Father, for taking Sue Lauritsen so gently into your presence. And we celebrate your grace in her life. Father, thank you for the relationships here that bind us together in your name. Father, we praise you for life everlasting. We praise you that not even death can take away our praise from you. You've turned it into victory. You've destroyed the enemy. You've made it a doorway into your presence. And so, Father, please make us people of praise, people who ponder who you are, who ponder what you do and who eagerly praise you. In Jesus' precious name we pray these things. Amen. Well, one of the things that I am so grateful for is the people that God calls here at Ivan Rest Church to help lead and to help serve.